Welcome to Bloom XO Podcast, where we unite authentic storytellers, creators, and individuals that make an impact globally in film, fashion, beauty, sports, music, and more. Katya Gleason is a talented musician, actress, writer, director, activist, and content creator with over 10 million followers across her social platforms. Today, we will discuss what inspires her content, what the process looks like, and how she uses her platform to make an impact and spread positivity. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Of course. Okay, so to get started, I want to hear about how did you get started and what was that journey like? Um, so I, I'm, uh, I'm originally from Australia and now I live in Los Angeles. Um, so in Australia, I was doing a lot of like music theater, um, and started to sort of learn how to be a recording artist. And I wanted to do kind of the Hollywood thing and come to Hollywood. So I worked like four jobs at once to sort of get myself over to America. Um, and I ended up, um, working at the, well, I ended up living at the 1600 Vine building, where which sort of was famous for a whole lot of social media personalities. Um, and I kind of learnt what they were. My dog's like biting herself. <laughs> I kind of learnt uh, what social media was by sort of being in the hub of it. It was, yeah, it was pretty surreal to kind of um, just sort of come from a world where I wasn't really looking at uh, creating for a social media digital space um, to now just living my life for it. It's, yeah, it's pretty crazy how quickly social media sort of became a mainstream thing from, yeah, from before where it was just like, let's just talk to our friends online and follow people that we think are really cool or yeah it's kind of just become a phenomenon of that's the hub for everywhere like everyone to go to (laughs) yeah absolutely social media has been crazy especially with TikTok these past couple months and everything so I guess my next question is what has your experience been during the pandemic continue to creating content and things like that uh personally for me because I I'm one of those people that sort of comes up with ideas um, like crazily at like three o'clock in the morning. That's kind of when I have my epiphany of ideas. I'm just like, oh, that that might be really funny. Um, it's usually sort of an isolated idea um, and I get a lot of my ideas just kind of living life and being alone and being a, a very weird hermit type introverted person so when the pandemic sort of hit um my social anxiety was really excited because there were more excuses to not hang out with people absolutely <laughs> and kind of like avoid um social situations but it's funny like when you're in a social situation um and you feel really nervous about it it's it's just kind of leading up to it but once you're there it's really great. Like once you're around mm-hmm. people, you're sort of in the presence of awesome people and you realize everyone else feels just as awkward as you do. So I do kind of miss that. I kind of miss the challenge of yeah. being nervous about seeing people and then kind of seeing that my expectations weren't as crazy. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've sort of found uh, it can it can get a bit lonely and difficult at times. Um, I've had like a core group of people that um, when we've worked together, we've been really careful, um, making sure that we're sort of distancing from each other and wearing masks when we could. Um, there was a couple of times where we would hire a professional studio um, and a whole lot of us were sort of adhering to sort of their regulations and guidelines. So as long as we followed their guidelines, we knew that we were safe. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's been surreal kind of having to live life literally through the lens. I feel like Absolutely. everyone was kind of living their lives and then presenting it through the lens, but now we're just living through it. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's all you can do now. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's been it's been pretty crazy. I miss just normal life. Like exactly. I can't imagine. Yeah, I can't imagine what it must be like for people that are just turning twenty one and able to sort of go out and. They've kind of had that robbed from them. I didn't have to worry about that when I turned 21. So it was like, yeah, yeah I feel I feel bad for a lot of people that haven't had certain experiences that they were kind of looking forward to. Yeah. Hopefully life gets a little more normal soon. <laughs> yeah. I, it feels like it's sort of easing up, I guess, sort of. I mean, it, sure, it, it does in LA, but then I know in like Toronto, it keeps mm. getting locked down and in Australia it keeps getting locked down. Like my family's always letting me know what's going on over there. And it's a little bit stricter in some yeah. other countries. So. Definitely. Who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> Nobody knows. To to, yeah. We got to get used to our own company, don't we? <laughs> Very true. So I know you mentioned that you get ideas kind of like randomly like 3am. So do you feel like that is the time you are most inspired to create or is it when you're with your friends? It's, it's kind of like a, that when I, when I sort of get with my friends, that's when the idea can kind of change and it sometimes gets even funnier or even more interactive um, because it's funny. How, what we think is funny sometimes isn't so funny. <laughs> when you sort of run it by your friends or when it's actually in a certain circumstance or situation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I find that when when I'm collaborating with my friends, we kind of come up with ideas on the spot um, and we can also extend certain jokes and ideas because we can just kind of keep playing. Um, and I come from like a background of improvisational acting. So I like to work with a lot of people that have had similar backgrounds to me. Um, in terms of like doing improv and comedy and all that kind of stuff. So it actually becomes just a big laugh. It's, it's actually a really cool thing to kind of do to get into sort of the comedy realm because you're kind of just laughing at yourself. Yeah, and, it's fun. And I mean, you're surrounded by such amazing yeah. people that are as funny as you. So it's like, why not have a good time? Exactly. Exactly. And it's always great to laugh. I think there's some, there's some social media circles that take it way too seriously and get way too yes. upset or, um, I don't know, they stir themselves up and get themselves really stressed or get stuck in comparison and all that kind of stuff. And I, I like that I've sort of chosen a path that isn't, isn't as stressful in that way. Yeah, definitely. Don't stress yourself out too much. <laughs> no, life is made to sort of experience and have fun and kind of laugh at anything that goes wrong yeah you have to yeah you gotta laugh 
No, you definitely have a great attitude about social media just because there are a lot of negatives that can come with being. Yes. Yeah. I I think it's just kind of come from being like, what's going on? What, why is this so serious? Like this isn't, it's some, some, I don't know. Sometimes it feels like social media is so real to people. And I'm like, it's just, it's, it's just social media. Yeah. It's not, it's not life or death. Like, yeah. No, that's a good reminder. So I know you have a lot of followers on TikTok. So how do you hope to impact your audience with your content? Um, I, I love sort of seeing what, um, what the social climate is like. Um, I love sort of seeing how TikTok has grown and kind of what my audience sort of relates to and who they're watching. Um, TikTok's now sort of become a platform that's very promoted. So there's a lot of content or creators or products that are being promoted to a lot of my fans now. So um, I like to sort of be a sounding board of, I don't know, just kind of like coming home and chatting with your big sister or something like that. Like I have a lot of fans that are kind of younger than me and they're primarily female. So I sort of, I always keep that in the back of my head. Even even if I'm doing something that's a little bit cheeky, I always sort of have it in my mind where it's like, I feel like this is kind of advice that I'd love my big sister to tell me if I was like a kid growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, and sort of just yeah being that sounding board and being like that that anchor to home of like ah oh, yeah it's 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 all right to laugh at yourself or it's all right to have a good time or this isn't that serious or that drama oh yeah that's why was I getting all caught up in comparing myself to all these people um, yeah I kind of like to give a I don't know like just kind of an escape from what you sort of see all the time. Like a lot of my um, viral content is usually a dance trend, but with a comedy sketch. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I sort of like that because you're kind of bombarded with the same dance over and over and um, the same beautiful bodies and beautiful faces. And it seems like life is perfect. So I like to give a, a bit of a comedy sketch to sort of break up that energy and that tension if that's what people are feeling so that people can sort of see that trending dance but then they see it with a comedy sketch and they're like oh yeah it's just fun it's just funny exactly I feel like you remind people to not take themselves so seriously and to just exactly like you don't have to be perfect and rigid and make sure that you're the most perfect person that came up on people's for you pages doing the same dance one millionth time over yeah exactly exactly like it's just like oh yeah just learn it for fun so over the years what do you think has been the best advice you have been given Ooh, um well I know like back in Australia um when it when it came to music and pursuing music, um, my uncle sort of said to me, um, if you really, really love music, and he was sort of in a rock band um, and he was in one of those bands that just worked really hard, um, rehearsing all week whilst having a normal civilian job and then on weekends would hopefully catch a gig. Um, and he was just like, look, if you really love music, 
at the end of the day, the only person you have to face is yourself. So just go for it. If there's something that you love, then just pursue it as much as you possibly can. Um, and that kind of stuck with me while I was living in America and kind of collaborating with people and then being able to have the opportunity to collaborate with some amazing producers to make music thanks to growing a following on social media. So like that, that whole kind of facing yourself at the end of the day is really prevalent because you can have a big exciting day where you're collaborating with some really inspiring people and there's all this energy and videos can blow up and go viral and then it and then at the end of the day it all kind of just comes back down again you kind of on this high and then it comes back mm -hmm. down again and reminding yourself that anything that you do during the day at the end of the day you're going to be facing yourself you're going to that energy is going to come back down again it's um it's a good grounding statement to sort of have in your heart that yeah you yeah. you just got to yeah. face yourself at the end of the day it's just going to be you in front of that mirror washing your face taking off that mask and that makeup and going to bed and having to live with yourself and every action that you've taken that day and every interaction that you've made so make sure that you make the most of it absolutely no that's amazing advice and a really great message to send so I guess who would you say would be your biggest role model and why um I I'm really inspired by people that that do it all like they don't like to kind of put themselves in a in a pigeonhole um, so people like Donald Glover, who's an amazing comedy writer, an amazing musician, but also this really cool actor as well, or Mindy Kaling, who's this great actress, but hilarious writer, um, Tina Fey, who kind of can do it all. She's like written movies and SNL and TV shows and then a musical. Um, yeah, people like that, that sort of diversify their talents, um, are just super inspiring to me because it's there's always the question of well which one what what one thing do you want to do with your lives um and I feel like those people are like I want to do everything and so they go ahead and do it I mean why why limit yourself exactly and yeah it's just it's boring if you're only doing one thing yeah I feel like you have to do more than one thing yeah especially no totally yeah, exactly. So yeah, and anyone that's had great success doing that, because it's really hard. It's hard to kind of be taken seriously as a person that's kind of a jack of all trades. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you definitely, I know you just focus a lot on your comedy sketches and things like that. And music is definitely a very important part of your life. So yeah. how has it been? Like, do you miss performing and doing all that kind of stuff? Yes. 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 Yeah. Well, I, yeah. As I said, like I, I kind of one of my jobs in Australia was um, touring, doing like kids performances. So we do mm -hmm. like Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, Beauty and the Beast, um, and just the energy of live performance. I, it's like it's like being in person with people. Like when you're interacting with someone and you're having this, this spiritual energy exchange. Um, it's just so heightened on a live performance sort of scale. Um, I remember I did like a, a pride tour and that was like the best, most loving, positive energy I've ever felt in my life. 
Um, yeah, there's just something about being in a big crowd of people where we're all agreeing to have a good time with music. It's amazing. It's like, it really is. It's like it's the energy of everything. Yeah, you can't, you can't feel it if you're just looking through a screen and mm -hmm. watching something. Even yeah. if you've got other people like Zoom calling you, like it's just not the same. You just, you have to feel that energy. So yeah, I miss that more than anything like, <laughs> in the whole world. I hope I don't I don't even I can't even see how live performances are going to work anymore. I'm just like I guess everyone could have their own kind of private section. I have no idea. I know there are a few concerts like scheduled for starting at summertime, but I have no idea how they're going to handle all that. <laughs> I know they keep canceling them. Though. I know. <laughs> Like they keep going, I don't know, they're like that really mean trainer at the gym going five more and then <laughs> like after a hundred, you're like, you said five. You said that last time. <laughs> yes, they lie. stop lying to me. <laughs> you're definitely a very genuine and authentic person and I've gotten that just by talking to you for a short while, but what do you think authenticity means to you? Um... Authenticity is, I think it's about being true to yourself in that moment. Because I feel like we're, we're kind of in this weird time where everyone's getting cancelled mm -hmm. so easily. Um, and I think we forget that we're all humans and not computers or robots or algorithms, that mm -hmm. we actually grow and we change and we make mistakes and we learn from making mistakes and then we grow even further. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I think being authentic is being true to you, to who you are at the time but being flexible and open to m being wrong. Absolutely, I love that. Yeah, and making mistakes and like... Everybody makes mistakes, so you have to give people the opportunity to grow and change. Exactly, exactly. I think I think there's just, there's this very rigid climate right now. And maybe it's because we're all locked up. Um, maybe. And we don't remember <laughs> what it's like to be around each other and make mistakes. And yeah, I think, I think yeah, you have to be authentic to yourself in the moment, but that doesn't mean you have to stay that way forever because you're going to mm -hmm. change. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. yeah. I know I've before that you have a very large platform. So how do you like to use your platform to speak up on important issues? Um I I feel like one of the most genuine ways to do that is to do it in live streams cuz I don't know sometimes it can feel disingenuous when people do mm -hmm. these sort of posts unless it's unless you kind of need to advertise a charity or a link or, or something like that. Um, I feel like really talking to people in the moment, getting questions, feeling the energy of people and trying to trying to make sense of what's going on in the world and kind of bringing attention to what you want to bring attention to, whether it's um, equal rights um, or the Black Lives Matter movement or talking about COVID and, mm -hmm. Uh, like the mental health problem that's going on during COVID. Um, I feel like a lot of my audience don't feel heard when it comes to that. It's just all about wear your masks and stay inside. And while we all like to figure out that and stick to the rules, um, there's just a lot of individual voices that kind of come up 
during this going, yeah, but I need help, but I feel really lonely. I feel really sad. Um, and just really trying to acknowledge all those points and let people have their voice, not just me barking at what I think at them, like yeah. saying, hey, what do you think about this topic? And yeah. even a live stream, even though it's one way, like, and we can ask questions on the other end, it does yeah. feel a lot more genuine to be able to just kind yeah. of see the person sitting there and just talking and not pressing record and then posting a video. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I mean, when it comes to talking about important things, I want to make sure that I'm clear and concise that people can come back at me if they think I'm wrong and sort of they can give an argument or give a point that they want to give as well. Um, it just, it just feels, especially if you're talking just about important things, it's, it's just sort of, treating people like people and not like a camera lens exactly yeah so, so live you- oh sorry <laughs> i was just like so to wrap that up live streaming exactly perfect answer <laughs> so obviously you've been doing this for a couple of years now with music and content creation so what advice would you give to anyone who's interested in pursuing acting music and content creation um, I would probably say to, uh, what, what would, I'm like, I always try to give like a, a starter point is like, do it, follow through. Mm-hmm. I think that's the first and foremost thing that, that is helpful to people to think about is don't just think about it and plan it and watch other people and complain about them and what they're doing doing like you can watch other people and be inspired and um you can even be inspired as to what not to do because you can have a an opinion of like I don't want to be that way um and just actually follow through with it and start producing content and make stuff that feels right to you um because people if you're if you do something that people are like that doesn't seem like that person that people just won't want to watch it People can tell when someone's not being genuine. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's great, great advice. Simple and straightforward and to the point. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. do it, man. And do do something that you enjoy that sort of makes your, I don't know, makes you laugh or makes you feel confident about yourself. There's a lot of um, people that just do stuff that's just aesthetic because it makes them feel confident in their bodies. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yep, that's great. do that if that's what you like to do then do it yeah do whatever makes you happy exactly because other people might find um inspiration or joy in that and I always say every you're always gonna have one person who doesn't like what you do so why why worry about that yeah exactly if if we were always worried about every single individual we'd never do anything We'd never leave our house. You just wouldn't. (laughs) I mean, that's why we have just a big generation of people that would rather order a pizza on on an app than calling on the phone. I know, I know I would. I'm like (laughs) scared that I'm gonna make a mistake or something like that. It's just it's crazy. We'll avoid connecting with people and expressing ourselves because of fear. And that's just that's just not a way to live. It's not. Hopefully with all this pandemic stuff coming to an end, our social anxieties will, will lessen. 
Yeah, we, I feel like we need to challenge ourselves by like forcing ourselves into um, social situations. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's been so long since really like any type of like social interaction compared to like what it used to be. So yeah, it's, like, a drastic switch to go back to. And I can like, like you can just feel the nervousness about it. It's, mm-hmm. it's crazy. It's, I was like, I didn't realize that I was this socially inept. Um, <laughs> I didn't, think, I didn't think it was this bad did it get worse it must have it must, it must have. have it wasn't like that before exactly okay so my last question for you which might be a difficult one is where do you see yourself in 10 years that's hard because like, because <laughs> if I was like asked this 10 years ago I never would have guessed that TikTok didn't exist you know exactly. what I mean so it's just like in 10 years who knows what apps are going to exist by then? Are we all going to be some kind of avatar in a virtual reality and that's where <laughs> it's going to go? Like, we just don't know what's going to happen anymore. I'm like, by then I might be like, I guess I'm just doing voiceover for a virtual reality character because there's no people being seen on screen anymore. Um, <laughs> who knows? But, yeah, I just, I would just love to be able to expand on what I'm doing. So I want to be able to work with more production teams and um, work on bigger sort of theatrical and film projects and music projects and kind of bring the worlds together. Um, yeah, I would love to make a game though. Like if we're, if we're thinking about technology just taking over everything, like we know that some actors are giving away their... Um, their digital rights now so they won't have to act anymore really it'll mm-hmm. just be a computer program so the, yeah that would be really fun to make a game because I feel like games are so hard yeah no that'd be cool <laughs> like I feel like in the gaming community some games are just so difficult that people don't even bother trying so I'm like there could be a whole new system of gaming where people could just get on there to have fun and it could just be like adventure gaming and just storyline gaming and it yeah. would be like less, yeah. I feel like more people would just get on gaming if it wasn't so hard. No, I love that. Just add it to the list of all the things you can do. Comedy, acting, <laughs> music. Why not? Add all of that into the game. <laughs> Might as well. Might as well. Why not? Who knows? Who knows what we'll be doing? I just hope that I'm healthy and happy and able to um, able to provide people with value. That's all that matters. Yeah, exactly. We just want to contribute. Okay, well, thank you so much for speaking with us today. It was amazing to get to know you and just hear about your journey and everything. Thank you. No, thank you so much for having me. It was I was like so excited to talk to you. I'm like, I love Lumix, so like you guys have been <laughs> the best. <laughs> so glad. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. You can find out more information about our podcast, magazine, and events at bluemexo.com.